That's My Sister podcast. I am Tiara, and that's my sister, Lenore. You are listening to the season finale of season one on this show where we discuss interesting happenings around the world through the eyes of faith. Yes, and since it's our season finale, we decided to go out with a bang. We have with us a special guest, our mother. Mommy! Otherwise known as Apostle Arthurine Wilkinson, Mrs. Wilkinson. Hello, Mom. Hello. Hello, girls. I am happy and blessed to be here today. Yes, we are happy to have you. Um, so do you like the show, Mom? I'm sorry? Say that do you again? like the show? I have really enjoyed the show. I have listened to every episode. I have mm-hmm. laughed. I have learned some interesting things about my darling daughter. <laughs> and um, I want to say that I um, believe that you all have done an amazing job. I'm very proud of you. Um, yeah. My hat's off to you. And uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. Oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah, no, that's okay. great. So, so, for our audience out there, some of the things that we've said on the show is not the way Miss Arthurine has raised us. Don't say we. Oh, well, Lenora. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's true. I'll speak Both for myself. Us. Yes, thank you. I'll speak for myself. Patty. <laughs> but yes, so. We thought it'd be great to have our mother on, one, because she's our mom, two, because she is also a woman of faith, living in today's world, seeing things change, move, progress. Um, She has some more years on us, so she has a different perspective. And then also, there is that layer, she is a minister of the gospel and a pastor, so there's a lot of different things in her eyes, possibly, that she may view things and how we view things. So yeah. we wanted to have her on to talk about some of the stuff we've already discussed, but to give her unique opinion about. So, uh, Mom, our breakout episode, our initial episode, we talked about the uh, legalization of marijuana and how across our good old United States of America, a lot of people, a lot of legislators are making recreational weed legal. So, what is your thought? What are your thoughts? What is your what are your thoughts about Christians recreationally using marijuana? Well, I think it's another issue that we have to deal with in the body of Christ. Another. Um, issue of dealing with the effects of marijuana um, and things that happen as a result of the effects of marijuana. Um, So I think it's something else we have to really pray and ask God to help us uh, to deal with because it's bringing on other issues. So I'm not happy with it at all. It's bringing on uh, other issues of having to deal with with um, something that affects people's minds, affects mm. people's spirits, affects people's actions. So it's something else now that we have to deal with. So I'm not happy with it at all because I believe it's going to create, which it has already 
been seen that it creates more problems. Mm. Yeah. So when you say something else that we have to deal with, do you mean like the church has to deal with? Well, not just the church, parents, the, the, the world at large, everybody is going to have to deal with it now because um, it's just like dealing with drug abuse, mm -hmm. uh, substance abuse, you know, all of these challenges, all of these brain challenges that we have to deal with, meaning we as people in the world, because we have to come up now with ways to try to help people who are addicted, try to help people who have a problem, try to protect ourselves from the effects of these kinds of things. So it's another issue um, that we have to deal with because at least when it was illegal, we had a little help. But now mm -hmm. that it's legalized, it's just going to broaden um, the the problems that it will create. So what, do you, so what do you say to people who are, who say, you know, it's no different than having like a glass of wine or, you know, an occasional drink where they're not necessarily addicted to weed or they don't have to use it every day, but maybe on a, you know, a Friday or a weekend when they go out, they may partake in having some weed to like I don't know to enjoy themselves to relax is not necessarily like a problem they don't see it as a problem do you see it in the same boat as someone having like an occasional glass of wine no because I think that the effects of marijuana are very different over time mm -hmm. so I believe that it is it is it is uh, different I do Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. You're so welcome. we're gonna go a little uh was it uh hard hitting quick fast style yep. today because we have a lot of subjects. So another thing that we talked about on the show is uh streaming faith. How a lot of people our age aren't necessarily uh going to church in a church building on a regular basis anymore. A lot of people will stream their church services and nowadays like you can stream everything. You stream praise and worship, you stream, you know, the ministry of the word, you can stream Bible study and you still can like tithe and give online. You can text your she offering. Know what streaming is. Now, I know I'm explaining for our listeners who did may not have listened to the show. Thank you, Lenora. So, what are your thoughts about people not necessarily going to a church, but streaming the services online? Do you feel like there's a difference, or it's cool to do? Oh, there definitely is a difference. Um, first of all, let me just say, of course, we do thank God for technology. Um, we thank God that we are able to reach so many people now by ways of streaming, Facebook, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I have and do use it. However, it, it sh should not be your permanent place of worship. One reason is because the Word of God teaches us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. First of all, that's what the Bible says. And mm -hmm. so there is um, a difference in coming and being in amongst the saints, being in the house of worship, 
uh, than just sitting at home in your pajamas, having your cup of coffee. It's a whole different um, atmosphere. And so basically, because God told us to come together, <laughs> um, I believe Boom. that we have to be careful that we don't allow the streaming uh, to become our permanent place of worship. Mommy. Go ahead. So does not like, okay, when yes. we all get together and we have dinner and sometimes we have dinner and, you know, you have a word for somebody and then it turns into ministry time. Is that not us assembling ourselves together as saints? No, that's fellowship. So that's not assembling for the sake of worshiping God. But the the scripture does not say assemble for the sake of worshiping God. It just says don't don't like. It, it so, I always took it as God wants us to be together, like hang out, like kick it kick as same. <laughs> kick yeah. it, kicking it as same. <laughs> like you yeah, should have Christian friends. I mean, like I thought that's but, what that meant. No, no, no. There is a time of coming together as a as a. A fellowship, a house. even like in the Bible days, they had house fellowships, but they came together for the purpose of worshiping the Lord. They, they came together. There was a leader in place. There was so, somebody there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. Yeah. So there was somebody there helping to um, lead and guide them in the ways of God. There was a leader, a prominent leader in the so, house fellowships. So it can we like, so if someone I guess maybe they consistently look at the same streaming service and it's the set leader or the pastor or whoever that person is that's that's guiding the service they're hearing the word from the you know the same shepherd every Sunday and I feel like nowadays a lot of us believe you can come together online like people a lot of people when they watch Facebook streaming live they you know make comments about what's being said as they are watching. So the different people who are streaming together, they're interacting with each other as they're listening to what is being preached. So isn't that sort of a coming together as well? Does it have to be in a physical sense? So I hear what you're saying, and Mm -hmm. I believe that God is using streaming to reach many. Um, But as we grow and we mature, God has a way of reaching us. So when you really begin to look at it and think about it, the mature saints are going to want to get to the house of the Lord. Those that are maybe, I don't want to even say new in the faith, but those that are just where their relationship with the Lord um, may not be as strong as others, this is a comfort zone for them. And God will use that comfort zone to minister to them and to reach them. But eventually, God will be, himself will begin to deal with them of the importance of being in a local church and having a pastor, a group of pastors to help you in your walk with Christ. Okay. Yes, very interesting. Well, I know I'm someone who's, I consider myself strong in the faith, but and I like streaming. <laughs> I do too. And I, we literally like, I, even though it's not the same, we really did grow up with watching you guys watch Preflo and watch uh, Bill Winston and Kenneth Copeland. Like our grandma, my mom's mom, this is all she does all day. Like 
she watches a star you know and gets the word all the time so i think it kind of just morphed into this now but i i get it too because you do have like your family you know the people that you commute they're like a part of the community in your local church. And I mean, I guess it's healthy to have those people in your life too. Um, so, so you have to remember the scripture um, that talks about uh, submitting to your leader. And it says, because they watch for your soul. So mm-hmm. you still have to have the, you still have to have some guidance uh, in your life, some responsibility. And so people that, don't never go to church they there is no one that they're um submitting that their lives to I see. right that mm-hmm. accountability and so that's where the strength of the church comes in because it gives Good us point. accountability whether it's a mega church or a small church each church is set up to where there's somebody that's watching over your soul somebody you can you know talk to report to have pray for you and all of that kind of stuff so that accountability aspect Gotcha. Um, is very much needed. Gotcha. Ooh. Okay, we're going to move on to the next yes. topic because it's my topic. I'm going to talk oh, about it. Um, Go ahead. My me. entire life, oh, I've Jesus. been wanting to get some work done. So, do you think that my my ambitions or the desire of my heart is offensive to God. Like, do you think he gets offended when people do things to their bodies to like enhance their body? Well, um, I, <laughs> you know, we've had this conversation many times and I told you, you don't need that. I don't think though that God is offended in that sense. However, um, I believe that sometimes we need to really search our hearts. It's like, what's the true issue? What's the true deal behind it? You know, know, when I was younger, I used to tell you guys, I used to tell you if I ever have plastic surgery, I'm going to get my heels done, so uh, my feet done so I can always wear high heels. And I used to, because, you know, I love high heels, of course. I don't wear them as high anymore, and I'm not going to get my feet done. Um, but different people get do plastic surgery for different things. You know, some people, as they're aging, they want to look a little better and all of this. And I don't think it's anything wrong with that. It's just like makeup. We wear makeup because mm, we want to look yeah. better. And, you know, I love makeup. You know, you're I disagree. <laughs> teeth straight. You know, right. My teeth mm. were crooked. Yeah, we get So I wanted them to be straight. Same right. I don't think so it is. I so I I believe the bottom line is um what's the what's the real issue of the heart? Um, you know, because some people get addicted to getting this done, that done, that done, that done. So I believe we have to kinda you know, walk a straight line there in, in uh, what we're doing and why we're doing it and try to make sure we're not doing anything that's going to injure our body more so than help Yeah, our that's body. true. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for your opinion. <laughs> I still am of the opinion that God is looking like, why are you messy? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> this is one of your... Um, Standout subject matters, mother. Okay. This is something that you've been preaching our most whole of our lives. lives. 
<laughs> so we had an episode where we talked about uh, single Christians and sex and fornication. And we did do the disclaimer. We did say we do agree with the word. The Bible is clear, yes. black and white, that sex outside of marriage is sin. Um, so, so I guess... Can I just say, Lenora, I mean, I'm just, I forgot, I'm just I forgot what grade I was in, but my mom did this whole series at our church where she was super graphic and I was completely grossed out, but she did like the sex education thing in church for the adults and teens together in the sanctuary. And, um, the title of it is virginity is precious. Virginity is powerful. And, um, I really don't understand what the point was for the adults, but maybe just to to teach the adults how to teach the kids or something like that. Well, we, the adults needed it too because clearly right. the adults. Yeah. Not the have to remember notes. the title of that message was My Son. Oh, My Son and My It. It's yes. sacred. Yes. My Son and My It is sacred. Yes. <laughs> that was a bomb. Like back then, I, I was like, oh my God, my mom's talking about sex. But now that I'm grown, like, it was really dope, Mom. So, like... Can I, mean, I ask my question? Because nah, you my just bad. came all in. <laughs> my bad. Thank you. Sister. You can ask after me. Thank you. Um, no, Mom. I was just uh, going to say, because we know what the Bible says, and then you did do your message describing everything. Um, why do you feel that fornication is such a big issue with Christians like we hear about pastors having struggles people popping up pregnant in the church saying the pastor fathered the child and you know I feel like from the top down there's um right or a lot of like struggle the with little fornication. boys well that's a whole nother topic that's I think it's the same sex because no, that's a child but yeah. anyway mother why do you feel <laughs> that Christians so no I'm not I'm just saying that's a child that's that's another animal. Okay. So why do you feel like Christians struggle with fornication the way we well, do? Well, I think that it's because we have allowed the world to educate us concerning sex rather than the church, um, rather than, than our upbringing in the house of the Lord um, and teachings um, uh, we have. And so we're constantly fed fed sex constantly on TV, constantly on internet, constantly on billboards, constantly on commercial sex, sex, sex is constantly coming at us. And God created our bodies for sex. And so we have sexual appetites. And if we are not properly trained as to how to handle those sexual appetites, um, it gets, you know, then we come up with all of our excuses and all of our reasons why um, it's okay. Uh, then we get saved later in life and have already participated in sex and don't know how to uh, make that change to becoming celibate. So um, I learned something from you guys actually when you were uh, when you were doing this particular session because you you said you know they always were telling us not to have sex but they never told us what to do or how to. Um, you know, refrain or what have you. And so um, even though I did do some teachings along the lines, I think that's a very strong point 
um, that sexual education should really begin in the home with the parents, first and foremost. And then secondly, um, it should be a major part of our, ch our church educational um, uh, system. Uh, the Christian world needs to do more because the world is constantly teaching about sex. Now, homosexuality, gay, uh, being lesbian, uh, you know, the is constantly teaching all this stuff is okay. And we are, we are kind of silent in a lot of those areas. And so people having challenges with their bodies, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to discuss that. Uh, people being in closets and whatever is going on, we need more to come from the leaders of the Christian world to help us to walk through this. Gotcha. Because, and, and I'm going to say this and stop, because once sex, once it's opened up, it's, if you're not, if you don't have someone to walk you through a process of how to calm yourself down, it just goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I'm, I always like to say this now, my husband is, is now with the Lord, uh, seven years now. He was very sick prior to that. So for a very long time, it's been a very long time since I have been with a man, uh, because I honor God. So it can be done, but I'm a woman. I'm very much alive. I still have feelings. Some things I cannot watch. Some things I have to get away from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, no. um. So it's real. It's a mm -hmm. real thing. But because I have purpose in my heart, I'm going to honor God. That's what helps me. And I know how to yes. run to him and ask him to help. Gotcha. Lenore, you, did you have a separate question? Nope. Sorry. I don't have nothing else to say. <laughs> the queen has spoken. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. So the next topic. Uh, I think. Uh, so our so, final topic. Yes. Or we had another one. No, go ahead. <clears throat> That's what um, I Just like, so being a, a, a pastor's, um, pastor's wife and a pastor and raising two little girls, like, what was that like for you? And did you, do you feel like parenting is different when you're a pastor? than regular parenting? Um, maybe a little bit, but my parenting, and I believe your dad too, I don't think we ever thought of ourselves as pastors. We thought of ourselves as oh, your sure. mom and your dad. You know, we are, we are parents who love the Lord. <laughs> and so, um, and, and we wanted to raise you in the fear and admonition of the Lord. That was number one. Number two, I believe the pastor aspect of it might have been wanting to protect you from the people in the sense of not wanting the people to, and I listened to a lot of things that you talked about, which were the things we wanted to protect you from where people didn't come at you the wrong way. And, 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 and we put a lot of time into you as parents. And I, yeah. and I think you all can attest to that. Yes, so this did. is why we never, you know, we never missed a, a ball game, a concert, or whatever you were doing. We were always there. We never allowed a church service to stop us from being with you guys. We were always arranged our schedule around what you were involved in to show you our love as parents as Christian parents at that and so um, I think that that would be the only thing that I could probably say although when I listen to your 
<laughs> no, yeah, and I will I say like, between the four of us, between Tierra, Theodore, Arthurine, Lenora, I definitely feel like we had that Huxable lifestyle. Like we really had the best family. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughter mm-hmm. um, between the four of us as a unit. Just like I would say, our relationship with our peers and you know outside sources, which you can't protect us from right, anything. You can't you know? protect. So it is what it is. Everything. But you definitely did a phenomenal job with us, you know. And yeah, so that yeah. was cool. Yeah. It was. It wasn't a, mm-hmm. Wasn't bad necessarily. Do you have any advice for any um, parents or pastors coming up? Um, We also talked about in the PK thing about, like, the pressure to feel like you need to come up in the church, like, um, do it, do what your parents did or take on the parents' like role or whatever. like, what advice do you give to parents out there that that don't want it, don't want to lose their church or you know what they've built, but you know they're really kind of looking to their kids to take it on? Like, what do you think? Um, I think that, well, not I think I know that each life has a a destiny that comes from God alone. And as parents, we have to allow that child to locate what that destiny is and allow them to follow what it is that God is leading them to do. Now, God may give us prophetic words and show us things about our children, and we're to train them and and rear them in that direction, but the final outcome of what they do is between them and God. And so we have to back off now and allow them to choose their destiny of what it is that they feel God is leading them to do and not feel like they've got to do <clears throat> what we do. You know, of course, your your dad and I started a church and, you know, I'm still here with, you know, with the church and, mm-hmm. Um, encouraging both of you to do what it is that God has called you to do and at at the same time praying and just asking God to help us all in whatever that outcome is Mm -hmm. so that God gets the glory and not us trying to make something happen because we want it to happen. Mm. Yeah. I think that's good. And even like when daddy started the church, you didn't, you didn't want to be a pastor. Right. (laughs) That gave you the heart for it eventually. Thank you. Apostle for mom, apostle (laughs) for joining us today. Yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you, mama. Thank you for your thoughts. I love you all so much. Your (laughs) perspective. We love you too. Thank you, darling daughters. You're doing a great job, and keep up the good work. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank God for you. I'm not going to start the mama crying. Right, I'm about now. to say she's going to pour out the mom now. We love you, mommy. We love you. Love you, too. And we love you, too, listeners. Thank you so much for supporting our Yay. podcast, for listening, for sending us ideas, for giving us your feedback. We appreciate it. 
And uh, this, like we said, this is our finale for season one. Our whole season. Yes, we're going to take a break and I guess we'll be back. Yeah, tell your friends to listen to this. We got to grow, you guys. Yes, share. We're on iTunes now. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're on our own website. If you don't want to do any of those apps, you can go to that'smysistershow.com and listen to all of our episodes. But yes, we do appreciate you. And we will be coming back soon. Yeah, we won't be gone for long. Yeah, so enjoy uh, this time in between. Re listen to the episodes with our mother's thoughts. <laughs> In mind, yes. um, share with a friend. You can follow her on Facebook. She loves having Facebook friends. Sure. Uh, yes. Uh, so yes, we will see you when we come around the bend again. Yep. Thanks, guys, for everything. Love you, sister. <laughs> Love you too, sister. Love you, girls, darling daughters. <laughs> Thanks, Bye, mom. <laughs> <laughs>